Welcome to Stories for Sinnoh, a Pokemon podcast following three Black folks' journey to Missoui. In our first episode of Stories for Sinnoh, we'll be discussing our introduction to Pokemon and our favorite games, favorite starters, and the ways we play today. But before we get into it, let's introduce ourselves. I'm DJ, an educator, storyteller, and huge nerd. I work on both content and community programming at Black Girls Create. I'm Nicole, a part-time writer, full-time miss, and I moderate the community at Black Girls Create. Hi, I'm Portia Patterson-Hurst. I am the book reviewer and all-around just books person, as well as the like partnerships person who gets us in contact with both publishers and other partners that we could potentially join with. Joining Pokemon Go's January 16th Community Day, let us know on social media by using the Stories for Sinnoh hashtag. You can organize Pokemon raids, battles, trades, and more by joining BGC's Pokemon channel on Discord. See our community website at bgc-community.org. Yay! So, we all decided that we want to talk about Pokemon um, and our journeys leading up to being part of this new historical thing that's going on with Pokemon Arceus. Um, and so we want to talk about in this episode specifically how we got here, why we want to talk about Pokemon, why is it so interesting to us? And to lead us up on the conversation, um, the main question is, I guess, how did you get into Pokemon? Um, I know that for all of us, there's just like two main entry points. It's either the game um, or the anime. So if it is the game, which game was your entry point? And if it's the anime, when did you discover the show? So I think for me, it was kind of both at the same time or probably the anime first uh, and then the games. because I think the anime was going for a while before I like had my first game system and it was just on the after school lineup, right? Like you got home <laughs> and there were different things on and I, I feel like it must've been at like 4 PM or something like, but Pokemon was part of the lineup. It was one of the few shows that um, we could all agree we wanted to watch like me my brother and my cousins, whoever was there. And so that is where it started. And there were a few games that I like really wanted to play um when they started coming out and didn't get to and I think that the first game I got into might have been Sapphire um and that was on advance so I didn't play like the original like Game Boy or Game Boy Color ones because I didn't have one yet (laughs) yes and for me it's similar where the Pokemon like the anime was a part of the after school lineup of cartoons like I want to say it was somewhere around there with like (laughs) with like the power rangers i don't know it was in that it was in that like i gotta be home or i gotta be i think i was the after school programs like i have to make sure i'm here in time to watch this um and so that was my entry point and i so i had like game boy advance or whatever i don't remember which system it started with but i had one but i never bought the game um i pretty much only had games that like my mom wanted to play because we basically shared the the game boy so she was like no um (laughs) we played mostly like arcade type games so I really didn't get a chance to play for myself like have an actual story to play through I would play like my friends I would be like can I play for a little bit and I would like catch a few but it was never like me doing a full campaign and like getting the battle gems or whatever it was really just like stay in the grass fight the pokemon but I never got to really experience the games until like I got all of the like remakes um on my switch so 
it's one of those things where like I played it, but I, I, I actually didn't finish any stories until like this year. Um, so that's pretty much what my entry point was. For me, uh, very similar to y'all, like whenever the show came out and was released in the US, so like 97, mm-hmm. um, way back when, um, I definitely, like, guess I watched it because it was just on um, and the world seemed interesting enough. I think that was, you know, when the show started, like Pokey Fever kind of had hit. So there was like all the different uh, merch along with that, as long, including the cards. And though I didn't play the card game, I did collect the fun cards, especially like the holographic ones. So my sister and I kind of like had to set aside binder of Pokemon cards. Like we didn't really care like who really owned what card. We just kind of like were collecting them once we found them and like sharing it, um, which went along with um, she and my first thing was my older brother. We were in Kentucky. My older brother was in Kentucky um, and he had like one of those old brick Game Boys um, and he had the yellow Pokemon on it mm-hmm. and being very nice to the sisters that he doesn't see very often. He uh, let us play it as long as we didn't save. And then what did I do but save like an awful 10 year old that I was like, I really was not even thinking. I really just hit it by accident. It was my fault. though. I felt real bad. I felt real bad for my brother. Um, but that was the first time I interacted with the game. And <laughs> so bad that I feel like I traumatized my brother on that. But I did <laughs> learn how to play Pokemon and I did get to play through most of the game. Um, and then my sister got the game after that and with her own Game Boy because uh, she enjoyed it so much. And then I played the game. Like we just shared the game and I played it after her. Um, and I didn't save that time. I was really good. So uh, that's how I interacted with Game Boy, uh, with both the game and then like the anime did not really hold as much weight for me as the games did. And so I cared more about playing the game than I did watching the anime or even collecting the cards or merch. Yeah, I think that became true for me as I got older, but there was a while where with the show, I was like, I needed to see every episode. Like, I needed to see the movies when they came out. Um, and I, I don't know how the seasons work out because it just seems like there are an endless number. But um, I remember watching through, like, a few different character changes and stuff. But yeah, probably by the time I got to, like, high school, I was, like, not watching the show so much. But I was keeping up with the games and, like, trying to play all the new games that came out. For me, it was the opposite. Well, not the opposite. Like, again, I think I played casually, but I didn't, like, buy the games for myself um, because I I wasn't even... You know what? I wasn't a Nintendo girl. That's what it was. I wasn't a Nintendo mm. person. I was a PlayStation person by the time I got to, like, the bigger console. So it was like they just didn't have it on the, on yeah. the, like, on the PlayStation. And so it was like... I mean, I'm an only child, so I probably could have had, like, a game a game Q and also a PlayStation, but it was like I was one of those kids like give me the thing I want and then all the things, all the accessories and games for that thing versus having like multiple consoles. So I think that was the big thing for me was like I always liked them, but I also was like I don't want another, like I don't want a Game Boy or I don't want a GameCube. I want a PlayStation or you know what I mean. So for me, it was like I literally just never had that big of an opportunity to play them on my own like consoles because I never had the Nintendo consoles after like pretty much after like the DS I want to say um so that I think that's a big reason why it took me a minute to like circle back to get back into it we were a huge Nintendo house (laughs) definitely had several like uh Game Boys and had the GameCube which 
I thought was a great system, um, at least, you know, for whatever I was playing as, at the, as a kid at the time. Um, I did not have a Wii, but now I obviously have a Switch. And I think, like, one of the questions here is just if you remember the games, like, do you have a game that was your favorite? And do you have a particular way that you start the game or a starter Pokemon that you use? Um, and I will say a game that I really liked on the GameCube was Gale of Darkness, which I was not like a huge one. It wasn't like as big a release, I don't think, um, as some of the games for like the handhelds. But I just remember thinking it was a lot of fun. I liked just like the chillness of the gameplay, but there it was just it was like very strategy and and smart based versus like battling all the time. So I remember enjoying that one, and I generally choose the water Pokemon always for my starter <laughs> no matter the stats similarly i am i tended to lean water pokemon for the first couple of games because i just liked their design the most i'm i am how can i say this nicely i think nick has clocked me for this i am very much like cutesy aesthetic pokemon <laughs> person wherein like i don't like how yeah i don't like i'm not gonna go crazy over like people who I guess people uh, canonically were thinking are the cutesy Pokemon like Togepi because I don't really think Togepi's cute but like <laughs> I do really enjoy it's like cool aesthetics on Pokemon and even if that means like they're weird looking Pokemon like I love Sableye because of how weird it yes. is I just I'm amazed by that so I just like I like it just has to hit me right um so I do love certain Pokemon um and I think that kind of like moves how I not only how I choose my starters but also how I think through like who my Pokemon grouping is and like what games I enjoy the most um and then yeah as far as what games I enjoy the most I don't know I don't really I don't generally I just don't have favorites for things I like pieces bits and pieces from things like I enjoy the wild area from uh Sword and Shield and, mm. and I enjoy um, the way that the cityscape was in, I believe it may have been um, Pearl for like the Paris environment kind of looking thing. And you could ride your bike and it's kind of like Eiffel Tower-ish and it's like a circular. I just, and I enjoy like the ships. And that, so I just really enjoy different parts of different Pokemon games. Um, I even enjoyed Snap for a bit because it's just like, it's fun to just like interact with Pokemon. And I really enjoyed that They brought that into like the wild area experience basically. So I really do. And just, I don't know. I just enjoy different aspects of different games. And I, it's really hard for me to pinpoint a game that I enjoy the most because I just want to take different things from them and then make them work out, which is probably why I'm more geared to like, I don't know, in my brain, I could write Pokefic really easily. I just have to like sit down and actually do it because I just want to, build more on the parts that I like of a story and then just go from there and not worry about as much the stuff I didn't like, which a lot of the games, like you can't really get a Pokemon game and love the whole thing. You have to like, there's always something that you're like, Oh, that could have been better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, so again, I am, my experience with the order games are through the, the switch re-releases. So like yellow would be let's go uh, Pikachu and Eevee which I played through and like Eevee is the clear winner in that like you could do so much with Eevee like it's not even fair like yeah. I, try, I think I did Eevee first and then did <laughs> Pikachu and I was like oh no baby I need no I need range <laughs> um so I did love like replaying those um and I liked that they felt like 
they did a good job, I think, of keeping them feeling kind of like 8-bit and, you know, like old school, but then like updated the mechanics, like the XP share and stuff. Who I do not know what I would have been doing if I didn't have XP share because I just, I keep my team steady. So like one Pokemon would have been hella strong and the rest of it would have been weak because I wouldn't have known to like split the XP or whatever or share. I don't even know how it worked in the old game. So yeah, I like Let's Go Eevee was really, I mean, it's the same as that game, but like Eevee is the, the, the stronger partner pokemon to have uh between those two um i really enjoyed those and i'm currently playing like brilliant diamond or shining i don't remember which one i'm playing i'm playing i think brilliant diamond i think and i chose based on like the the pokemon you get which is i believe palkia so i chose based on that um i tend to like fire types because I feel like I'm a Leo, and I don't know what that means, but my mind is like, I'm a Leo, <laughs> come out here with the fire types. It, it's a weird thing in my head. I went with aesthetics for for Brilliant Diamond, and then the thing about it is, is that Piplup is very cute, but what Piplup mm-hmm. evolves into is not as cute. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I got played. I got <laughs> we bamboozled and led astray. Um... That's what I get for not thinking with my element and trying to be go by cuteness because then I ended up with a Pokemon that's not as cute as I thought it would be as a as a fully evolved mod. But yeah, so I like I like because I'm playing them now where they have updated the mechanics to be more modern to kind of match up with um Sword and Shield. So like I'm getting the best of like the classic experience of like going through the towns and all the little things you can learn and going to people's houses and all that, like getting gifts and challenges from the random people's houses you go into but also getting like the more modern xp share like a little bit better multiplayer stuff so i don't know i don't have a favorite but like of the older ones um that i like replay like i do like brilliant diamond is really fun because that underground is like a whole little mini world that you can kind of spend a lot of time in and like that's been fun for me so i don't know how much of that was in the original i know it existed but i don't know how much they changed but apparently a good amount and so yeah i i like that so that's like been one of the mechanics i would thought was like what is this this is weird and it's been actually really fun <laughs> um so yeah that's what i've been doing a lot of so i think that is currently like one of my favorite i'll say one of my favorite mechanics as opposed to my favorite game but it's my favorite mechanic is the underground and brilliant diamond let me amend myself by saying that when i mentioned the france game it was not pearl it was um x and y so mm-hmm. that was the game that i enjoyed just for some for that and then to say for brilliant for diamond like i really enjoy that like it's the only because i'm a big book nerd it's the only region in Pokemon that has a library. And I really feel like they underplayed the library and there should be more stuff to do with it. And that's all I'll say. Again, that's for Pokemon. I feel like it's, there's always like a missed opportunity with Pokemon, which I'm really hoping in Arceus, there's more like that any, they can continue to make it something you want to play with because they can always add more to it. There can always be new content updated to a world that is open play like that. And I'm hoping they take advantage of that because I'm really looking forward to that actually possibly being something we could work with. I'm so excited for that. Um, and I'm laughing at Nick because I, I actually feel like with the water po- starter Pokemon specifically, they have been doing us wrong. <laughs> they are no longer cute. Like, I feel yeah. like Mudkip was the last one that like stayed like fairly, you know, 
whatever cute throughout evolutions and the other ones i'm just like y'all are killing me like right now i'm like i have to google like what are the what are the i need to know because i can't be out evolutions and it's so funny because like that pokemon see i name mine so i always forget their actual name but like his name is like poppy so (laughs) like there's in brilliant diamond you have to like you can unlock the ability to walk side by side with your pokemon by going to like one of this um cities it's like a little park and you just go and they say you have to come here with a cute pokemon and it's so funny because like that's one of the only pokemon that qualify but it's like well who is determining cuteness right now it's like i don't know what the criteria is because i'm like oh yeah all my pokemon cute don't play with me and i go in there and the only one i can select is poppy and i'm like okay i guess like i'm gonna go in here but now I have the ability to walk with my Pokemon. I be walking with Ponytie. I be walking with uh, Shinx. Like, I be walking with my little babies. I do not be walking with Poppy. Like, hey, because it's like a emperor pe- penguin. Like, <laughs> as a fully evolved. He got like a whole, like, it's a whole thing. So it's so funny because they really do be, because the, the water Pokemon to me always are the cutest. And that's generally why I'm like, well, I like them they cute, but I always go with fire. And then one time I'm like, I'm going to get this cute little water one. And then I'm like, uh-uh, that ain't not going to do me like that. <laughs> so it's really fun. Um, And then, so circling back to, uh, like we were talking about the anime and we all had kind of different uh, entry points of the show. Do you keep up with like the films and like the additional? Because right now, like, there are like, I want to say three or four shows concurrently happening on Netflix that are Pokemon shows. I think they have the older one that we were talking about also on there. So, like, do you keep up with the shows that are being released kind of in the present day? Um, and were you keeping up with the shows and movies throughout the years? I'm gonna say this because I just want to <laughs> be clear about who I am as a person. <laughs> <laughs> I really 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 do not care about ash ketchum and then oh my goodness. not the homie yeah. ash ash ain't do nothing yeah so even though i dislike the boy i just i don't care like he could be doing <laughs> i could be down the street i'm like oh that's ash ketchum cool 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 i don't care i just don't care about ash ketchum so anything that has ash ketchum in it after like the first couple of years of like a kind of barely watching the pokemon anime like, it kind of stopped. Like, I just wasn't really interested. Um, although, I will say that the first Pokemon movie that came out uh, that had the soundtrack and it was about Mewtwo and Mew mm-hmm. and all that, I went, the, I really effed with that movie. Like, I liked the movie, but that soundtrack, play that soundtrack out. Like, I really, I remember songs from like <laughs> these old girl pop groups, probably people no one even remembers anymore. Uh, Mirror Mirror is one of my favorite songs. Like, just if you ever want to talk to me about a Pokemon related thing the only thing i can really talk to you about is like if it's not like the games itself or like some of my favorite pokies is the soundtrack from the first movie because i really can like speak on how much i like listen to that that cd all the time (laughs) so yeah that's like the only area that i really cared about and then like more recently i did enjoy a little bit about like how they gave the lore for the pokemon sword and shield leon and like how those characters and how the how that works and how being a champion works in this region of pokemon um and so i did check out on the pokey channel like their release of like pokemon evolutions which follows some more from that storyline and like the big boss guy who is like the soccer stadium but it's not soccer kind of guy like i really <laughs> just been watching that like i think that's cool i watch it occasionally but that's it like that's the most recent i am with pokemon like non-game stuff yeah that's it 
I theme song favorite theme song is the main theme song from the first one because I don't know right. any others. Um, and I just I do not care about that boy Ash Ketchum. I mean, I don't. It's not like again, it's not gonna like I don't care. Like I hate you. It's literally just like I don't know. Like do do you? I'm good. I'm good over here. <laughs> so funny. Um, I love I love Ash as much of a best as Ash is. <laughs> I. So yeah, I probably have like a big gap in terms of the anime of like when I stopped watching. Uh, and then the only reason I have seen some of the newer ones on Netflix is because my daughter is really into it. It kind of happened by accident. Like she was watching something completely different and it ended like whatever she was watching ended and like Pokemon was just the next thing to come up. So we let it play. And uh, between that and then she likes to play go on our phones like she likes to help catch the pokemon when they come up and like do the different things and spin the pokeballs so between those two things she's like oh yeah pokemon is a thing i'm into now and like uh my parents are into it too so so am i we have a massive pikachu toy in our room and we'll probably watch some of the older movies soon but i mean they're cute so yeah the one i like the the ones on netflix so far um, I like to see some of the same. They still have like Team Rocket out here, <laughs> acting <laughs> up, like, um, and I miss something like you know. I don't think we've seen Misty in many many seasons. I don't think she's gonna come back. But it, it's been cool. It's been interesting and the different graphics and stuff. And I just like amazed at the ways that they keep it going. So I don't have children, but I do watch the Pokemon <laughs> um, because they're like it's like that nostalgia but they're like really mm-hmm. cute movies. like I just sometimes just want to watch something cute that you know is like this I think is the same feeling people get who like rom-coms which is like you just know that like yeah. Ash is gonna figure it out like it's gonna be like Pokemon humans gonna come together it's gonna be cute so it's one of those things where like and like also they are very grown I don't know like I, I'm like I don't know but as an adult I get a certain storyline like this is a lot for children but I don't know if children pick it up usually there's an adult trying to exploit the Pokemon, they be killing them, they be putting them in cages. Oh, it be a whole thing, and I'm like, this is wild. Like, this is, but it's like, it's animated, it's cute. We got this cute character, so you're not really like, I'm like, do kids know? Like, I would like to know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I keep up. Like when I see them, I'll watch them. Like I don't have like, oh, I have to go watch the Pokemon movie. It's more so like, oh, I, it's one available, something I have streaming, like Netflix or whatever. So I do watch them. Um, I really enjoyed the most. I think it's the most recent one, which is the one where they have like the Zarud and like. It's like a jungle situation, and then it's like the little boy who was raised by one of them. It was so cute. It's a really cute one, um, which I think it's called Into the Jungle or Secrets of the Jungle, something like that. It's really that was a cute one. I like how they tied it into um, in Sword and Shield. You could get a Zarud, even though I think I missed it, and I was very upset about it because I wanted one and I didn't get one. I've always liked them, and I've like always kind of watched them as they became available and like even on cable you just be like oh pokemon movie i'm like yep i'm gonna watch it (laughs) um so i guess i like i guess where i'm different because i actually do like the the anime and the um the movies um and it's so i was (laughs) no i was definitely not saying it's like just for kids it was like that's how it came back on my radar and now i would absolutely watch it by myself (laughs) no yeah i was just letting the people know that like i'm just out here watching it (laughs) For my own enjoyment, like I, I just I needed people to understand who I am, um, <laughs> and it's so funny because like it was like years ago when they first put Pokemon back on Netflix. They had not been a it was a cool minute where you just could not watch the original like series, 
And I was like watching it. And it was so funny because in my mind, the Pokemon theme song, like the iconic original Pokemon theme song lasted for like five years. It did not. It was one season. And like, <laughs> like I guess our kid minds was like, this is the song. We rejected and like, it. Right? Like, we just, <laughs> so when it went to the second season, and it's a whole new song, and I remember the song, but like it was like the second season, they changed songs. It felt, but as a kid, like I felt like the original was like literally 10 years. It was like one year, like one I mean, you know, they spread out some episodes to make it last like a year, year and a half. But it was like mm-hmm. one season. And so, low-key, that second one does go as a little rap. <laughs> and people, yeah. it's like, it's not, I'm like, if you play them, though. Like, if you actually listen to it and don't behave. Like, gotta catch them, gotta catch them all. Is it <laughs> that was, okay, that is the end. That is okay. the end thing. So, the second one is, um, like, say you want to hear Master at Pokemon. Yeah. You have the skills to be number one. <laughs> Right, and it's like a whole little. He's like, I want to be the favorite. It's so it goes hard. I was like, I think they model channel Michael Jackson. They were trying to give us that energy. I was like, let me go because Michael Jackson seemed like the type who would record this for fun, like and not tell nobody he's the one that did the Pokemon theme song. Like I don't know, it was one of those things. Like it goes very hard. But Portia is correct in that the first movie soundtrack is elite, and like that's one thing Pokemon gonna do. I need you to understand. That's one thing Pokemon gonna do with all their movies. They gonna have some cute little original Pokemon songs first and foremost. And them go hard. And they tell you the whole movie. They like, <laughs> he gonna say the word. Like, it's a whole thing. But they also just have really good, like, pop songs of the time. <laughs> so, yeah. The, 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 the soundtracks are, like, kind of weak. Like, they like the low-key hero of this thing because they actually go very hard. And I think that might be why I like the movies a lot, too. Because they are very... They, they have, like really good soundtracks <laughs> and I didn't even think about that till Portia said it but like I actually love a lot of them soundtracks and I I made a playlist just randomly I was like let me just shuffle all the like Pokemon songs over the years and no skips I was jamming like me and my friend was like these are Pokemon <laughs> songs like we were literally in a, like we I think we had we was in our hotel in Vegas just like randomly like decided to google Pokemon songs to see which one slap and most of them like we were not skipping songs we were just letting it ride like what movie was this from what show was this from like it was all bangers so that's we gotta it. share the playlist with the people. Like, I, no, yeah. no, you have to share the playlist with the class. <laughs> I gotta, so I gotta, I, hope, I gotta see because I don't, because I literally just typed in a song and like YouTube Music lets you like make a playlist based on the song, so it like mm-hmm. auto generate the playlist from one of the Pokemon theme songs. So I can see if I could like work backwards from that and make another one, but it was, it was extremely jams. So, well. I feel like we've talked a lot about a, a decent amount about like recent things that we've done, but I think that we can be a better, bit clear about like where we are in a Poke journeys just overall. Like, why are we where we are currently with Pokemon? What does that even look like? Like, what are we in the middle of doing with Pokemon? And um, that we can work from there, but talk more about what we want in our future. So, right now, what are we doing on our Poke journeys today? Um, I think, like, for instance, for me, I'm not no longer listening to Pokemon soundtracks, but maybe I will when Nick pulls together this playlist for us <laughs> yeah. to listen to. <laughs> but I am like, I was playing, like I mentioned, I played Sword and Shield. I played the uh, down the extra DLC afterwards as well. Um, I do play. I don't know. I have like I pulled together a Poke Home, and then I didn't integrate Pokemon from my Poke Go. So I haven't been a Poke Go recently. Um, what if my? So here's my thing. I really, really, really feel like Pokemon should let me design a Pokemon of my choice um, who would look like a fairy, 
what would be an electric psychic type because I really want an electric psychic type that is cute and awesome and also going to fry you to bits. And I feel really annoyed that there not, isn't really one that I want to mess with in Pokemon. Um, Darren has made a big point of saying that, like, oh, there's Raichu. And I'm like, get out of my face with a little one. I hate Raichu. I hate all of the rats. I'm there's sorry Ralts, to hate rats. But I guess they're not electric in any way. So that doesn't solve that purpose. I don't, if, yeah. And then I like, I love Gardevoir. And you can give Gardevoir um, electric moves if you want. But I'm like, that's a waste. Like, whatever. Anyways, so I want to do that. <laughs> Um, but I'll have to say, like, my favorite, so I, where I'm currently am is, like, I really enjoy having my favorite Pokemon around me when I can, which are Gardevoir, like, I love Psychics. Um, Ampharos is my Pokemon Go Pokemon that I have, like, walking with me and gaining stuff. I just love Pokemon that look like, I don't know, like, they're cute, but they can also F you up. Like, they have strong powers and abilities. Um, those are just who I've been with the most right now. And then, like, I'm really just anticipating... Arceus and being able to like play with Arceus and see how that goes I know that it's weird um because given that and I mentioned his name passing Darren is my husband's name he plays out of uh video games and he's tapped into like some of like the pokey conversations and it seems like there's people who are just like pre-hating on Arceus like they are just like oh well and it's I understand the logic hmm because there's no gyms or like no, what's that? just a lot of things like I'm like I understand like I'm one of those people who like I try to safeguard myself from disappointment by thinking about all the things that could be could go wrong before they do go wrong and therefore I don't get disappointed so I understand that kind of level of cynicism I guess um but <laughs> the like the way that people are going in on they the they rate like they're just using the graphics that they saw in the initial promo, which came out like almost like a year ago. And like, they're detailing all the reasons why they think it's going to be trash because of the level of like detail that's not given to the grass in the game footage and the graphics. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think it's, I think really honestly, the issue, the core issue I think is that people are still like, it's going to be a completely different type of Pokemon game in a way that like they've said it before like are we going to do something different but it's not really different it's like all of these games that we've named thus far pretty much have the same structure they have different paint jobs they have different like they all have a little something different about them like the wild area um and sword and shield is the closest we have to an open world currently in like the Pokemon series so you know we uh, before that it's like the tall grass and the areas that you know they're gonna pop up on you but like the wild area is the first time you kind of get to see them roaming um and chasing you like can y'all calm down please like them little panda bears be on me I'd be like please leave me alone um but I think RC is for people is like the 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 concept or what it's kind of given us like uh, basically the wild area is the main structure of the game it's like you're going to be out in the wild and like i think that's tricky for people because like a the because you know the structure of the game you can kind of game them or at least like easily adapt to like they're fairly easy to get to the story in all the games if you have any kind of like if you know type advantages or whatever you know the gems that are coming up you can prepare to beat the next thing whereas rc is literally going to be like everybody's going to have a different experience in that game like everybody's going to come at that and do things in different orders. They're going to do things differently. I think that's like scary for people or not even scary. Like, Oh, I'm scared. But it's like, I don't know what kind of game this will be because it's so different. Um, but I like open world games 
otherwise. Like Pokemon are the only games I play that are that that have a structure that are like that, where you have to kind of do things in a specific order. Most games I play would qualify as open world, where you can kind of take missions or activities at whatever pace you want and in whatever order you want. So you know, in certain amount of there's like a certain amount of freedom. And I think people are just like they don't know what that will look like with Pokemon. Like, how do you do freedom with Pokemon? How do you do it when there's, like, no structure? Um, and so I think that, like, the thing that excites me the most about Arceus, I think, is what people are, like, the most hesitant to buy into because I, we don't know what it looks like. Like, we really don't for Pokemon. Like, it, it's completely new. I feel like there's a large contingent of Poke players who have been really hyped for a a change like specifically this change mm-hmm. for an open world pokemon so i don't necessarily feel like a lot of the anxiety around it is necessarily geared towards those who just don't like the change of format because mm-hmm. fans have been clamoring for a change of format since because again like you were saying earlier even the more recent stuff is just a regurgitation of the old stuff and people are tired of playing the same like i know how to beat a game if I played if I if I played the game that I played in 2000 was Pokemon Yellow, right? And I was like I don't know. I was like 12 then and I knew how to beat the game. I don't be playing that same game now at 30 something. You know, like that's like that's tired. I'm playing this I can the same exact challenges. All I need to know is how to do type versus type and I'm getting through. Like that's boring. I need something to change. And the format being a big major cast, uh, catalyst of change in this version of the game i think is a really smart move and i don't think it's i don't think a lot of people are like hesitant about that i think they're just nitpicking at stuff before they even know the full story and that's where i'm cautious about interacting with that fandom uh with this fandom generally is like how many people are just like are are just happy to see a change up and then work to see like if what can be uploaded once you beat the part one of the game because i really i really like want to engage with the world um and not be stuck to well i beat the elite four and i did the legendary thing now what do i do kind of thing like i hope that there's more to it than just what the main storyline is and i hope that there's like side quests like um i've heard about like in the ocarina of time for like zelda and stuff like that so i'm really looking forward to there being like so much stuff more stuff given to us because i know that the world of pokemon is so expansive and i really want to have my own level of like engagement with it as a singular player wandering around in pokemon world like there's so much you could do with that yeah i mean like i looked into it just to kind of be aware of it um Mm -hmm. and so there is (laughs) i like there is going to be a, a big shift in what you're doing as a player because this is so <laughs> for those who don't know, Arceus takes place in the Sinnoh region before it went to Sinnoh region. So it's um the region is Hisui and Pokédexes are new. So when you are encountering Pokémon, you are actually it is your job or part of your gameplay experience is to like observe Pokémon and then take down information that will then become a part of the Pokédex. So you literally, when, like, we are meeting Pokemon that we obviously will have known from other games because of the fact that it's a region we've been to. And so we kind of might know, like, oh, this is an electric type, right? But technically, in world, you would not know that, right? Like, this would be new information for you. So, like, I think some of it will be tagged, including, like, observing, how they eat, how they fight, whatever. Like, I think that's a part of it. So, again, it's one of those things where 
I imagine there's a story. Like, you will have to learn about specific Pokemon to move the story along. But I think you will have kind of an open world in terms of how you fill out the, that Pokedex. Because, I mean, if I go to an area that's snowy, I'm going to, you know, get more information about snow, snow Pokemon or whatever. Like it's, So it will be completely different in terms of, like, how you approach gameplay. Like, it will be based on basically whatever choice you want to make or however you want to fill out your Pokedex or whatever. So there is a lot of, like, again, self-regulated um, play. And I think that's what, um, like, some people are like, oh, this this looks weird or that looks weird. And I'm like, they're kind of blending the, the in my mind, they're, like, kind of blending the the Pokemon aesthetic and, like, the kind of, like, how we know things work in that world and then trying to make them more forward. Like, they're not going from, like, Pokemon to GTA in terms of realism or, like, or, like, how we, like, view that world. Like, that's a, that would be a really big jump. So I do get like some of the criticism of certain things in the like a nitpicky way, but I'm like they also are not going to. I don't expect them to make such a drastic change in the visual uh, identity of Pokemon because then that would be like two big departures, like the visuals and the gameplay mechanics. I think they're gonna like try to match the visuals as much as we're used to, and then add a new gameplay mechanic on top of it. So again, I think a lot of people are just they don't know what to expect in a way that excites some people and then makes other people hesitant because it's like, well, they mess it up. But I'm like, yeah, I mean, they might mess it up, but you got to play it to know, like, people have a preconceived notion so early. It's like, let it happen. Or, you know, wait a couple weeks and let people tell you. Like, you don't have to, like, spend your money if you don't want to. <laughs> so I'm Which excited for it. what we'll be doing for folks <laughs> listening if you listen through all the way. Um, you know, we'll have a couple episodes kind of talking about gameplay and our review of RCS and um what what we think that looks like but hearing you talk Nick and talking about sort of the like self-direction and I think that it's actually what Pokemon Go is right yeah like the best like how you have to approach that game which again was kind of a shift for people and I think it was a both and because as a player I was really annoyed with certain things um at first like they got like go came out and everyone was like we just want to be able to battle our friends yeah and that was not a part of the game that launched like at release um and they had like the gym set up in a very specific way and i think that they have tried over the years to like incorporate people's feedback in different ways and now you can add friends and you can battle them and do different things but it's very much like you have to figure out how you're going to play or the approach that you're going to take um and like which events you're going to lean into which ones you care about and which ones you don't and um which pokemon you want to invest in and all of that stuff and so i i hope that like if people have been playing that and kind of have gotten used to that then doing the same thing or something similar for arceus makes sense but i do remember it being kind of like a learning curve then too because folks wanted a lot more like structure and direction it was no like <laughs> pokemon are out there go forth <laughs> figure right. it out yeah i think that's a good um good parallel because it definitely was like because i hadn't again played the games in so long i didn't i wasn't kind of the structure wasn't in my head so when i picked up pokemon go i played it like you would like get it get up and go start catch pokemon i was like all right let's get it and just start catching pokemon like i had no strategy I had no, like, poke. I was, like, I was using candy based on, like, who I thought was cute. So, at this particular point, I don't have strong teams, but I got cute Pokemon. So, what you gonna do? Like, am I gonna win? No, but I'm gonna be cute. 
You know, like that's my strategy. It's like catch who you think is cute, or keep who you think is cute. I catch all of them, then I send the rest of them to the professor. You can have this little ugly one, but these cute ones, these my babies. <laughs> I'm keeping them. Um, so yeah, I think I like that. I mean, I personally like the self-directed play. Um, but I can see why if you are not into that, or you just if, don't have time, because that's like one of those things too, where you like, yeah, where do I spend my time if I only have a limited amount of time to play this? what is important so that I can move forward in this game, which I think will be a little bit more straightforward in RCs, because I think there will be, like, goalposts and things that you have to do to proceed, like, um, so I think it will be partially structured, but you don't, like, my gameplay experience won't be the same as your gameplay experience, and I think that's the difference. Like, I think that's the big thing. It will be like, okay, I set off and did this. Like, we follow in the same storyline plot, but we're not going to necessarily go to things in the same order, or discover Pokemon in the same order because of the way that the story is versus like I could tell you every gym that I thought that in how I did it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? In in a previous game. And like if you know the basics, you can do everybody can follow the same template. Um I think it'll be different. So yeah, I mean dang we started talking about RCS and got like completely off. But we are we're on track. Yeah, I, I was like, like I didn't <laughs> like we're, we're all saying that we're very play. excited to play yeah. Arceus and that like that game is gonna mean a lot to us in our journey for like how we doing how we're getting along with Pokemon since we're already talking about games, specifically mm-hmm. this one game. Um is there anything else in the Pokemon like Panthology that you're still interested in like outside of the games like the fanfic or cosplay or the anime like is or anything else like is there anything else that is going on with Pokemon that you're really interested in the next like few months to a year or years ahead uh, mm-hmm. that you want to you see yourself getting into as you evolve as a Pokey person? I want I like personally want to just like do more stuff with people. Like a lot of these games do require a certain level of like cooperativeness. Um, like Pokemon Go, like does not you cannot you can take a gym by yourself. That is possible, and that's how I play. But I can only go up to a certain amount of level of like, oh, this right. is like two star month, or I could do it. But three, you know, higher go, like, mm, this is getting dubious. So like having more people that you could be like, let's do a raid, let's do this. Um, like there, the the communities exist, and I have stumbled into really cool like where people are like, we're raiding, and you know, like people with low level Pokemon who want to join the raid, like they'll have really high level Pokemon to offset that. So that means like people are catching Pokemon that they wouldn't be able to get on their own because they don't have a strong enough team. And so it's like, I've seen that, but I would love to have like my little crew where we just like, let's go raid. Um, let's go do this. And I would love to do more battling. Like, cause the thing is, I think I'm really good at Pokemon. Like my mind, I'm like, yes, I am killing it. Cause I can go through the games and like get through the elite four or whatever real fast. Generally, like in let's go, the let's go, it was like easy peasy and sword and shield. It was easy peasy. Surprisingly, <laughs> a brilliant diamond got me messed up because that elite four, like it's one person who has like a counter for every single thing. And I'm like, I cannot beat this person. So I have to like build up my team before I take them on again. However, for the most part, it's super easy to get past the story and then the post game story, which is like the elite four or whatever. But I've never really played against other players. And that's where your actual skill is because the like, computer only has so much. Like It's only going to throw so much at you where the player can think and like have creativity in a way that like a programming cannot. And so I'm like, I want to do more of the like battling and like the person versus person like really. But that, I think the problem with that is I really strongly feel like now I'm going to learn that I'm not a good Pokemon player. <laughs> I'm going to learn that actually you're horrible 
but you've only ever gone up against like the, the computer. Like you've never actually played a person who has strategy. Because I have no strategy. My strategy is like, oh, this Pokemon cute. I'm gonna make them strong. That's it. <laughs> like, so I would love, like, even if like us, like in the community, like hopefully by the end of this pod, there are like a group of people that's like, let's 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 battle. Like, let's do that. <laughs> like, I want to do way more of the like uh, collaborative stuff. So like battling other people. Even like trading, like we trade with each other, but like, I don't know, just be more involved in that way, like with people and not just like stumbling into stuff. But like, oh, this is a community event. I guess I'll do it versus like actively like setting up raids and setting up battles and stuff that so we can like, and like, you know, have little stakes, you know, that would be fun. And mm-hmm. also cosplay because we now have characters that are more reflective of the diversity of the like the people who play Pokemon. And so just being able to, even if you're not wanting to be one of those characters, like the possibility of just like creating your own trainer or whatever. I think that would be fun. Like I've always been like, Oh, I would have a cute little trainer outfit. And like, you always see those like, um, challenges. Like what, who, what gym trainer is this? Like if somebody dressed a certain way. So I feel like we already have the kind of idea in our head. Like this is giving, this is giving you a fire trainer. Like they do fire type training. So like, I don't know, leaning into that and doing it with intention, like having challenges and like cosplay specifically us like creating our own little looks. I would love to do that. Yeah, I agree. I, that was what I was going to say was the cosplay piece. Um, Especially now that there's more stuff like the go tours, like I'm not going uh, <laughs> this year because COVID <laughs> Um, but I hope folks that do go have, have fun and are safe, but like being able to do more things in person. Cause that's part of like when I, when go first came out and I was playing and at this time I would work from home now, but I wasn't working from home then. So I was all about, and w- people had legit organized like, like groups and discord and like folks that you'd meet up with at lunch and like became real friends with each other. Um, and that part was cool. And so I, I would love to do more things like that and um, things like conventions, but then also be able to like lean into the cosplay ele- element. Like I've seen some real cute like Nessa cosplays from um, Sword and Shield. And I think that that will be a lot of fun. And I think that's something that like, you know, especially if my kid continues to be into this and like continues to be into Pokemon that we could do together. So yeah, for me, I'm mostly hype about these games. I'm hoping that they are everything that <laughs> I know they can't be everything everyone needs, but at least be like interesting enough for me to keep playing it, you know, for a while longer than like I because Pokemon is I would be very like it's very it's the video game series that I'm most consistent in playing. Um I occasionally like other than that like switch wise I play just dance sometimes because I like like dancing or whatever and like getting like up and actually moving myself um and like occasionally like among us or whatever whenever people set up a game but like I'm that's literally really it um because I don't if I have to play a video game like I'm either gonna beat it like Pokemon I can beat it and be done right and I don't really have to come back to it um and I don't know otherwise video games I don't know I'm off and on with them so I've played afraid uh, I played Professor Layton recently and enjoyed it, but also not enjoyed it as much as I used to. So it's kind of like hard to kind of like stay in a place where I'm constantly playing video games. And I actually am. I will seed reading time over gaming time, no matter what, unless it's Pokemon. And then I will play Pokemon. Um, so I'm hoping Pokemon will actually keep me further engaged. Um, I do enjoy the in-person aspects of it. Like when DJ's talking about Pokemon Go stuff, I remember... Um, 
it wasn't like the beginning of Pokemon Go hype. It was actually kind of funny that it happened like probably three years after Pokemon Go had come out. Um, Darren and I were like roaming around our like not really our neighborhood, but like in the area of like Bedsty, like a little going past our house, like on our way to do an errand in some other part of the of the neighborhood or borough, whatever. So like kind of go over and like look at Pokemon that we were probably Pokemon Go and then see if there's any like challenges and like any major Pokemon that we wanted. Um, and there was like a Charizard like appearance happening. And so we were like, okay, we had to go find a, is it a Charizard or a Dragonite? And we, we all were like, we were just like kind of following the clues to walk and find this Pokemon. And when we got to the place, like it was like a church, a random church of Bedsty, there were other people who were hanging around and they also had their phones out and were looking down and we're like, are you here for Charizard? And they're like, yeah, you here for Charizard? Like, yeah. And so we were talking to them and then that's how we found out that there was like a community on Facebook that was like Bedsty Pokemon mm-hmm. trainers and um, like they would meet, they would text like whenever or message whenever they're ready to meet up or whatever and they, that's how they would like coordinate going and getting stuff and they would trade with you and all that kind of stuff so it was really cool um and we've since moved from that area and even though i still have them i still i still have that group in my facebook stuff but i barely go to facebook but i know if i ever wanted to like catch a meetup or something like i know that's always a possibility so i really enjoy that aspect of it um i enjoyed whenever I was going to cons, like even if it were like a con for Harry Potter at the time, um, there would be Pokemon Go stops and the convention centers. And you could just like, like you could covertly find other Poke people while at another convention. Same for New York Comic Con. Um, and there was even like a Pokemon meetup group for at New York Comic Con, I believe. Um, so it's, it's really, it's just like really cool stuff like that. Um, I'm hoping that there's some sort of hopefully we can coordinate something here like where we coordinate discussions um while we're doing stuff um or while there's stuff going on with the world of pokemon itself like how we can kind of integrate community discussions and like a community of like doing things together ourselves with pokemon so i think that'd be really cool fanfic wise again like every time there's like a shortcoming and there's i see potential in something i ideate on like how it could be better and occasionally it gets me moving and writing. And most of the time I'm just like, I'm gonna just jot that down as a note somewhere. So we'll see how it goes. But I really do want to explore more of the Pokey world through thick at some point. It's just me actually sitting down and doing it. I would like to see it. I do have a short library story. It probably is like four pages of that um, Pokey librarian. But yeah, we'll see how that goes if I expand on it or not. <laughs> well, I think we'll wrap up here for this episode but in the next one we'll be diving more deeply into our favorite pokemon video games and in the meantime you can find us at blackgirlscreate.org on twitter at blk girls create and talk to us using the hashtag stories the number four Sinnoh. thanks so much for listening if you enjoyed what you heard drop us some pokey coins over at blackgirlscreate.org support All tips help us keep our knapsack stocked with berries and our Pokemon battle ready. 